This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to the Idea City Podcast. For more information or to watch talks online, go to ideacity.ca or check out the Idea City channel on YouTube. Hello, and welcome to Idea City on the Air. By the end of the next half hour, you'll be inspired and enlightened by the world's biggest ideas, innovations, and breakthroughs as you hear about them in talks from the planet's smartest people. Moses Neimer's three-day annual Idea City conference in Toronto has been called Canada's premier meeting of the minds, and we're glad to have your mind with us. In this episode of Idea City on the Air, Tim Linhart speaks about working with ice as an artistic material and creating ice music. Now, let's join Moses as he introduces Tim to the stage. What I wanted to highlight is the fact that uh, amid all the turmoil of the world, all the tumult of the world, given all the sheer craziness of what's going, out, going on out there. And, and as we heard yesterday, this ongoing massive disruption everywhere you turn, I thought that it was charming and, and it was healing that there should be a man who uh, carves musical instruments out of ice meticulously, carefully, an entire symphony orchestra of instruments out of ice plays them to great delight, and then has to carve them again the following year. Come out here and tell us about your wonderful, odd hobby. Tim, how are you? Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love winter so much that I invented uh, for myself a career uh, building snow and ice It started as sculptures turned into other things in the ski resorts of Colorado. And I lived in that tent up on the top of the mountains for 22 winters. And uh, when I uh, would come down into the village, ski down into the village, I would build these sculptures. And uh, my sort of uh, personal motivation was to uh, expand the technical capabilities of what I thought ice could really do, snow and ice could do, and uh, pushing the boundaries. Every time I would design a new sculpture, um, I would design it as if it looked like it maybe should fall down. Uh, And because that begins to, if you can't quite believe that it's there, its presence has to be dependent on some other thing, in this case, the lift of the wings. Each time you learn a new technical uh, trick, it allows you another uh, beautiful artistic expression. Here's a suspended sculpture of, uh, of the angel flock. This is up in the mountains in uh, New Mexico, my, near my hometown, Taos, New Mexico. Uh, the arch and of course the, I really like to do them also in the wild places. It gets me a chance to, to go up and, and just be a wild man for a while. I lived up on the mountain here for about a week doing this one. I know you love moose in Canada. (laughs) 
So somewhere along the line, the question, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and, and I began to, I began to it, it went into musical directions, this guy builds guitars. And he was, um, uh, I was suggesting maybe it would be interesting if, if I built a sculpture of a vi giant violin. Because I love the shape, sexy shape of a violin. And from his perspective, he wondered, gee, how, how's it going to sound? And that question, as soon as it popped into the air, just was a sinkhole and it just swallowed the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so I built that instrument. Uh, here I am uh, tightening the, the strings. Finally, after about a month of building, I'm tightening the strings. And um, it really, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, but in the tightening of the string, you're really breathing life into the ice form. And so I plucked on the wires. And boom, 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 I heard the, the, the sound come out of the inside, hollow inside of the instrument. And I was giddy like Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, man, this is amazing, it's come to life. And, and I thought to myself, you know, if I tighten the strings a little tighter, it surely will be louder. And so it was. Boom! <laughs> It blew up, fell to the ground in this pile of chips, and that was the end of that. But, you know, most great things begin in failure. Uh, I learned from that experience, and I, uh, I built another one. Uh, this is uh, the second one I built in my guitar-making friend. Uh, this one uh, worked great. I built the ice a little thicker. I brought up the tension on the strings more slowly. I did a lot of bowing on the strings. Turns out the bowing sends vibrations through the whole body of the instrument, releases the tension in the ice, and allows you to bring it up to full tension uh, without exploding. I spent about two weeks in the forest alone learning to play this giant instrument. I had no musical experience really before that. And... Um, and I, it was then I, I really got the vision of what ice music could be uh, into the future. Since then, I have built 17 orchestras. Uh, each orchestra is more complicated, more diverse instruments than the ones before it. Um, and the, thing, the whole progress keeps uh, evolving. As you can see in here, the, the necks of the instruments are not made of ice. I learned right away that ice will not do all of the jobs that need to be accomplished in an instrument, so I began to in, in, incorporate other materials as were needed. Uh, and here you see primitive drums. In the background there is uh, the first xylophone, and to the side are the first early versions of the flutes. So the building process begins, uh, if you look just behind me there towards the back of the picture, you'll see an ice plate laying on a sheet of plastic. It's just that simple. I lay out plastic on a table. I come with snow and water, uh, slush, and I just gob it down on the uh, plate, on the, on the plastic in the shape of the instrument, and it freezes overnight. The next day I pick it up and I begin to carve that as I'm doing here. Um, the building of an orchestra is the assembling of all of these bodies, uh, which are the instruments. This, it's all about size, shape, proportion, thickness, uh, tension, uh, sometimes you're suspending the ice to free it from its own weight, etc. All of these things go into bringing the ice closer to a live thing.
a mandolin, and then a, band, a guitar. Behind that is a violin with the wall not yet grown in. And in the back is a, uh, a, another guitar. You see there's a white stick in the middle of that violin which holds the neck out in place. So that the, um, I, I'm not asking for the ice to hold the lengthwise tension of the strings, but the, the pressure downwards on the bridge. Uh, this is a, the center section of a violin. If you look closely, you can see that there are uh, a million small bubbles inside that white ice material, um, which comes from its origin as snow, and that, uh, that, that those bubbles make it more flexible so that it can function. Coming up after the break. As an artist, uh, ice is just my medium. The subject of my intention is human hearts. Welcome back to Idea City on the Air. You're listening to Tim Linhart speak about the process of creating ice music. The finished parts of the orchestra are about three millimeters in thickness, which makes the instruments very fragile. And it's not that seldom that we lose an instrument in, uh, in the middle of a concert. They'll just blow up. Uh, <laughs> happens. Uh, you see on, you see on the, the violin on the bottom section, there's a, there's a, a plastic sheet um, uh, near where the player would have it. It's the breath deflector uh, with the breath of the musician still upon it. Even the breath of the musicians will melt the instruments. In 2003, I got an invitation to the Ice Hotel in the north of Sweden to build an orchestra for the Queen of Sweden's 60th birthday party. It was there I met my wife, Brigitte. She's an ice artist here in the front row, and uh, she was there in the hotel building giant ice sculptures at the time I got there. Uh, our son's name is Frost. You may have seen him around. <laughs> um, I decided then that I thought it would be really cool to build a pipe organ. Uh, so I built this organ. The pipe organ, as you might imagine, is really the, the granddaddy of the instruments. Uh, it's a big, complicated thing. This one has 56 pipes. Um, turned out it sounded exactly like a pipe organ when you go into church. Fabulous, powerful sound, really beautiful, uh, beautiful shape to the whole thing. Then came the day for the concert, and the audience walked in about an hour beforehand. Uh, it was, uh, might have been three minus in the concert hall before they walked in. Uh, they were packed like sardines in there and they just breathed. <laughs> and, and they kept on breathing. <laughs> Despite me asking, no, please stop. Uh, the temperature went from minus three probably to plus 12 or 15. And everything, all the ice began to melt. All of the tuning on the instruments went haywire. Uh, they, were, they were melting, they were, um, the strings go down, the pipes go up. It was a disaster. Very humiliating experience. Um, but that got me thinking that following summer, you know, maybe I need to design architecture to accommodate for this issue. And that's when I began to build my own concert halls. The design is kind of basic. Uh, the stage is at the, is at the, the lowest part 
Above the audience, there are, there are arch domes and uh, ventilation holes in the top, and the heat just ushers itself out as if you just give it a hole somewhere to go. Uh, this soundtrack we're gonna listen to is recorded this winter uh, in Italy uh, by an Italian cellist and composer named Giovanni Solima. Uh, the the uh, domes are built over these inflated balloons. You just blow snow at the balloon and spray it with water. It eventually grows over the top. You remove the balloon. There was one year in Italy we built a cathedral, 23 meters high, arched ceiling. The uh, next generation of balloons will have these uh, fluted ribs on the top of them so that they, they make that shape into the ceiling, much as you have the, uh, the, the acoustic uh, accommodation here in this concert hall. Here we're looking down into a, uh, into a, um, a one igloo concert hall, seats about 85 people. Now the building of an orchestra, as I said, is, um, let me step back, everywhere in the world, if there's water, there's life. It's amazing material. As soon as that water freezes, the life stops. As an artist, my dream is to give life to the ice. So I build the orchestra. It's proportions uh, related to each other, it's shapes, it's thickness, it's tension, it's suspension, it's percussion, all of this. When the musicians come in, you tighten the string, the thing comes to life. They begin to play, all of these various vibrations working together become beautiful music. And as an artist, uh, ice is just my medium. The subject of my intention is human hearts. To go in and inspire human hearts and elevate them. To, to just bring us up in an approach to the divine. Uh, this song you're hearing now, for me, is one of the highest accomplishments of that long progression towards the elevation of the human spirit. It comes up in a few minutes here, and you'll, you'll hear the guy, you'll just feel yourself just ascend upwards. And that for me is mission accomplished. I made a CD with this fella uh, some number of years ago, same guy, and I called it uh, Wish Granted, because it's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish through that, is what he's able to accomplish through his music. Here he is in his, uh, in his, this is the latest iteration of, uh, of the ice travel around. He's inside of a plastic bubble. We made a tour in Italy this year, have a refrigeration system, a plastic bubble, some ventilation tubes, and so we made a tour around Italy. So I think I'll just shut up, let you listen for a minute, and hear where, what he does.
finished with the concert uh, tour. After the last concert, we were in uh, Palermo in Sicily. And um, we decided at the end we should make uh, a sacrifice of this cello, a ceremonial sacrifice, and return it to the sea. You know, when I'm, uh, when anytime I, a, a reporter talks to me, there's one question that they're super interested to ask, which is, doesn't it just break your heart when the thing dies at the end, when all of them melt and they just, doesn't that just so much work and then it's, there's nothing left in the end? And I always say, you know, it's okay, it's gone. But I think the real thing involved with this is if we're willing to let the thing go, and this is with life, it's biblical, it's with the environment, our control over the environment, uh, it's with ice music. If we're willing to let it go, it will come back. So we took this cello out on the, on the sea in a little fishing boat, and we got out and we laid it in the water, and it floated on its back like Moses in his basket. And it drifted off into the sea, and eventually there was a hole melted through the bottom and it filled with water and the neck tipped up and it sunk to the bottom of the sea like the Titanic. A Couple minutes later we see the ice pieces drifting up to the surface and then just disappearing and melting away back into the sea. And, um, and I thought, well that's cool, you know, that's great. I think I'm gonna go for a swim. I just came from the north end of Sweden and I'm in the med, so I might as well go for a swim. Took off all my clothes and I dove in the ocean. And after I came up from that baptism in the waters of the earth, from the sky there poured down a giant downpouring of hail. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. We, we made our sacrifice it was received, and the blessing was returned to us. It says here, Tim, that uh, you've conducted ice music concerts every winter in locations in the United States, Italy, and Sweden, yeah. not in Canada. I'm just, you know, you could open the door. Yeah? <laughs> I'd love to open the door. Okay. Yeah. Tim, what does it take? You know, funding. Yeah? Yo, you open the door and I, sure. I will walk through. Okay. You know, a, a, a couple of years ago, Ice Music had a lot of sort of starts and stops. I've built it in not only the instruments, but the entire personal organization, financial, everything. It has collapsed in seven different locations in the world. Uh, so I'm kind of used to the life-death prospect. but. Uh, a couple years ago, I decided, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna wait, I'm not gonna push anymore, I'm gonna wait for doors to open, and I will go through those doors when they open. But you have a template, you could give me a clue of what's involved. There's a little town north of Toronto called Collingwood, and they have an ice sculpture competition. Okay. It's the heart of cottage country for Torontonians. There are nice ski hills up there. Oh, they have an annual Elvis festival and they clearly, <laughs> clearly need an annual ice music concert by Tim Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> great. 
beginning of a conversation. You will tell me what. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's splendid. The beginning of a conversation. That's splendid. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Idea City on the Air. Catch Moses Neimer's Idea City Conference live every June in Toronto or on regularly scheduled radio and TV shows throughout the year. And find hundreds of talks online every day at ideacity.ca. For more information about Idea City, find us online at ideacity.ca, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or youtube.com slash ideacity. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.